Welcome to Honey, I'm Homeschooling the Kids, a podcast that steps into alternative education, parenting, and living a funner, fuller family life. I'm Robin, home educator, unschooling mom to two funny, eclectic kids, and we're here to create a space for families to listen, connect, learn from others, and be inspired. Join us every two weeks to hear interviews and tips from experts in learning, education, and parenting, and stories from families that are playing full out in the arena of life and education. World schooling, unschooling, alternative schooling, homeschooling, or just creating a whole new style of learning. Welcome to Honey, I'm Homeschooling the Kids. My name is Robin Robertson, and I'm the creator and host of this podcast. And I am a home educating mom with hopes, dreams, failures, and doubts, just like you. And really, that's why I created this podcast, is I wanted to find answers to those questions, those burning questions that I had, and I knew so many others had. And I wanted to maybe ease those doubts a little bit more. I wanted to achieve the dreams that we were creating for our family and learn from the failures and the mistakes that we were making, and to do that within community. So that's the reason why Honey, I'm Homeschooling the Cot Pod. Honey, I'm Homeschooling the Kids podcast is here. And one of the ways that we are continuing to create community is with our homeschooling summit that Kelly Edwards and I host every spring, How to Be an Awesome Homeschooler. And our next summit for 2023 will be held March 24th. It's a full-day summit. Go to the website, How to Be an Awesome Homeschooler, to learn more or check the links in the show notes. Sign up. It is free, and it's a fantastic day, a day of fun and inspiration. And this year's amazing lineup is set on the website. You will see them when you check it out. Julie Bogart, Leah Bowden of Modern Miss Mason, and Mr. Chaz, along with Kelly Edwards and myself. And the theme is Purpose Persist play the powerful peas. So you'll find out more by going to howtobeanawesomehomeschooler.com. Hey, so today I have Kelly Edwards, my dear friend, joining me on this episode. And I'm actually excited because if you haven't already been introduced to Kelly or know her from her previous episode on the 90-minute school day uh, when she was on my podcast. You may know her from our Clubhouse community. She is a regular co-host within that, our Instagram Lives, and our amazing How to Be an Awesome Homeschooler Summit that is now going into its third year. So Kelly, I would like you to introduce yourself first, and then I can tell our listeners even more about you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, thank you for having me today, Robin. It's always so fun to be with you. We've already had like a lot of fun talking to each (laughs) other before this, (laughs) before we hit record here. But my name's Kelly Edwards, and I'm the creator of the 90-Minute School Day, which is a framework and a system for parents to kind of walk the parent through the de-schooling process coming out of traditional education, if you were raised that way, or if your children have been raised that way, and walking into what I call natural learning or self-directed learning. And that's quite a process for the parents to just shift their mindset away from how society views education into a strength-based solution for their child that's custom-tailored to them and their family. So I'm really passionate about that. I have three children, all girls, and their ages at this time are um, 14, 8, and 4. We live in the Shenandoah Valley of West Virginia and... 
I have a crazy dog. <laughs> she does. And a great husband. Oh, yes. And a very great husband. <laughs> <laughs> so you may already, you may probably guess, Kelly and I are good friends. And surprise, surprise, we've actually, actually, we have yet to meet in person. We still can't believe it ourselves. We will. We've planned many times and then something has happened that it hasn't worked out. But we are destined to meet in person. But you know, the beauty of this, our friendship, and also what we want to talk about, we feel that many other homeschooling parents go through something similar. And the power of, uh, or the importance of connecting with other moms or parents in community, seeking knowledge and support through stories, and going after big ideas with no inhibitions. Mm-hmm. So we, we, were, we were talking about this before and saying in a way that's homeschooling or unschooling in a nutshell, you know, mm-hmm. we really do need that connection with others in community. We can't go at it alone. We can try, but really we do need that connection. It's about seeking knowledge for ourselves and with our children. And we find that so often the best ways, because we are with our kids so much and almost reliving or reinventing our own personal stories through this life as well. Supporting this knowledge that we're seeking through stories is a great way to do it. And then going after big ideas, like homeschooling and unschooling, those are big ideas in, in many ways. And and so much of it is taking that step to do it is taking the plunge, like just saying, okay, I'm going to do it and try it. It looks big, but we're just going to do this Day, one day at a time, or I'm going to let go of this fear that I have right now and stop letting it hold me back and move forward. Yeah, absolutely. It's about rewriting your story, isn't it? Like every day we have the opportunity to um, do it over again. Every day is a new day. And sometimes the biggest shifts happen kind of out of, out of a lark, out of nowhere that you had no idea that following that one really heartfelt instinct was the right thing to do for you and your family. Yeah, that's right. That's so true. So I think one of, you know, so let maybe we'll go back to our origin story, the two of us. I'm, if if you're just a new listener, I'm an unschooling parent. I have two teens and we've been doing this for about 10 years and counting now. We started traveling, world schooling, and that's why we decided to homeschool. It was actually my husband's idea because he said, you know, if we're going to be on the road, kids can't go to school. Like, we'll just homeschool them. No problem. Not a problem. We can do this. We can do this. And he and he was homeschooled. He was homeschooled, exactly. So he had the reference to it mm-hmm. being doable, really. Um, yeah, so he homeschooled until he was in grade eight, actually. And that in grade eight was when he went back to school. So that's how we began. Uh, did you want to share how or why you began homeschooling? And then we can share how we got connected. Sure. Yeah. I'm one of the, like you, Robin, like homeschool, I was never planning to homeschool my kids. And um, wh- why we started homeschooling was uh, our oldest daughter was not being served by the local public school. And she really needed more emotional support. She needed different things uh, because she's neurodivergent that the school system and the IEP and all the great um, uh, supports that public school has for kids. It just wasn't right for her. And when things aren't working, it's time to find a different solution. So we brought her home with the purpose of attachment because she had come into our family as a six-year-old foster child. And once we knew that uh, reunification was not possible for her and we wanted to adopt her, we really also needed that extra time to bond with our new daughter, 
And so homeschooling seemed to fit all of these needs that our family had. And the ironic thing is like, it's always good to know what's, what the need is so you can meet it. And so I need, I had this need of attaching to my new daughter. She had a need of attaching to me. She had some needs that weren't being facilitated from the school system. And so the answer seemed to be homeschooling. And we jumped into homeschooling, but I, being traditionally educated, recreated the schoolroom at home and it just didn't work for her. It didn't work for her. It didn't work for me. And so we just began this process that I now know is called de-schooling, which is just like learning to drop and release what isn't working and shift towards what is working. And in that process, through lots of education and um, support and relationships that I needed to be able to kind of keep pushing for this thing that I knew was out there, but I didn't know what it was. (laughs) And it turns out to be natural learning. And so once we kind of got on that path, like, our relationship, that attachment started to build and, and things just really started to rock and roll. And as other children were added to our family, they also ended up being neurodivergent. So this has just been a huge solution for all of my kids and our family. And, um, and I'm just so excited to be a homeschooler. (laughs) You know, the other thing that I love about both of our stories is that, and I think this is also a reflection of the homeschooling community, Uh, And if you're listening, um, you know, because I think you and I both get a lot of questions from homeschoolers, new and veteran homeschoolers of, you know, we often hear just, can you give me a curriculum that you think will Mm -hmm. work best? Or what are some things that I should follow in order to do this? Um, And yes, we can in some ways, but really everyone is so different. And you think of our families and our circumstances going in to it, our reasons why that really, you know, pushed us into going into homeschooling. Uh, They were different. Our families are different, but there's still similarities and commonalities for sure. But I love that homeschooling really is diverse in that way as well. And it represents a large community of people. Yes. Yes, I love that too. And, and a lot, a large community of different cultures and different ideologies. And what's awesome about that is when you plug into a homeschooling community, you yourself are challenged with your belief systems and what you think. Yes. And that's not something to be afraid of. If, if someone is saying something that you don't agree with or makes you feel uncomfortable, like lean into that. It, you don't have to adopt their beliefs. You don't have to subscribe to how they're running their family, but you can get curious about it. And, and it might actually push you in some uncomfortable growing places that, will add to your life and and to be able to teach our children these things also to just not walk away from something because it makes us uncomfortable but but start getting curious well what is it that makes me uncomfortable and what does that say about me and how do I feel about that and how do I want to show up in this world and so homeschooling really allows you to have this um, opportunity to kind of explore that with your children because you have more time with them yeah yeah that's right you know, recently I had an episode that I had aired with Shannon Lokes, and she had written that book. I'm trying to remember it off the top of my head, but really it was about it's it's ways, simple ways every day or in our learning life or in our time with our kids that we can connect. It's about mm-hmm. the value of connection. And, um, you know, it's like, you know, stop and have a dance party or, you know, appreciate, go for ice cream. Have um, a pillow fight. That's have like a pillow fight. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and, and, you know, she is a, she has two boys that are now grown that, that she homeschooled. And um, I totally lost my train of thought for a second. <laughs> oh, it's coming back to me now. It's coming back. I, I, I'm like picturing the book and opening the book. And then I got me zeroed in on that. But, you know, one of the things that she had shared in it that I really appreciated was the idea that, 
you know, just because you're homeschooling doesn't mean you're guaranteed a relation, a good relationship with your child. And that just because you home, oh, they homeschool, that's why they're so connected. Oh, they home, they, you know, that's, they're going to, you know, like now it's all about the relationship and this relationship is now going to be perfect. You're going to have it all solved because you're homeschooling now. Uh, and she had shared the idea that we have, that's a growing misconception that what it actually does is it gives us more time in order to work on that relationship. Because we're you took with the words her. right out of my mouth as, as, <laughs> as you're saying that. Because you know, I, I I'm not going to go into uh, all the details, but I, I that speaks a lot to my story, and that speaks a lot to my relationship with some of my children. Is I'm so grateful for this time and the ability to continue to work on a relationship because there are so many challenges and it is difficult mm-hmm. and it's and and I fail every day, but I <laughs> dust myself off. <laughs> I, I learn from my mistakes. I own my mistakes to my children. I'm letting them know that at the end of the day, I am for them and that I love them and that I am working to not only improve my own self, but to improve how I'm parenting them. Mm. And so homeschooling really is a good, um, you know, uh, environment for that to happen. Yeah. The yeah. healing. Mm-hmm. It is. Environment for our kids, the relationship and our relationship with ourselves. Absolutely. Right. Time to do that. Yes. You gotta like yourself. You're kind of stuck with it. Yeah, we are, aren't we? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and and the same, it ebbs and flows as well. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and that's okay. You don't have to like yourself all the time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, yes. Um, so I, I'm just giggling because I've definitely, I feel that ebb and flow for sure. Sometimes it's full on like, yes. And then sometimes it's, what am I doing? <laughs> Who I am I? motherhood today. We don't have <laughs> as many of those days as we wished we had. Yes. But then there's the days where it's like, what am I doing? Yes, we all have those days. <laughs> restart. So let's have a restart. Yes. <laughs> so how? So you and I, we connected. Uh, we connected on the Clubhouse app during COVID, right? During the shutdown and pandemic. And mm-hmm. the Clubhouse app blew up at that time because everyone was at home. It was a new social media feature. And it allowed, you know, it was only audio, so you didn't have to get dressed. Everyone was in their pajamas anyways. And you could just hang out on the couch wherever you were and listen to and be part of some really engaging conversations or learn some amazing things that and be part of communities that we didn't really always get a chance to be part of. Listening on conversations where it was like, I'm in this room hearing this right now. Whoa. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And I and I still love that about Clubhouse is that whole vibe of, and I've likened it often to, it's like the voice. And so, you know, <laughs> all of these different people are on this app and they're from all walks of life and all different countries. And you and they're all these topics. And so you walk into these rooms and you walk in there and we all we all judge. We all have these preconceived mm-hmm. notions and judgments. Even if we don't think we're judging, we find ourselves oh, wow. having strong opinions inside of our head about whatever someone said. Yes. And, um, Stop right now so, because I'm sure you're having an opinion about Kelly and I right now, right? Yeah, right? that's fine. <laughs> um you can have your opinion about me. It's okay. <laughs> but like wh- when you're listening to these things and, and then you've one of, and it happens in our normal everyday lives, but because usually when we're in person with someone, we have some kind of other connection with them, whether it's like work-based, whether we have some kind of community tie, whether they're another homeschooler, there's like these other ties. Whereas you can walk into a clubhouse room and and they're a human being, but they, there's all these diverse interests. And so you might listen to someone and just be like, whoa, I don't know about that, but I love everything else they said. And it sticks with you. 
And I think that that is what's really beautiful about it is you have all this exposure to other human beings that you may never, ever have the opportunity to um, be with in real life, like all over the world and all over different parts of the country and all different walks and realms and communities and cultures. It's been, uh, I, I just love it. I just think it's such a great place to um, improve yourself and, and connect with others and grow. Yeah, absolutely. And I think for us, and maybe I'm putting words in your mouth here, but it's also an extension of our homeschool learning as well, because absolutely, <laughs> when we're learning, it's not just our kids that are learning, we're learning continuously too. And it was another avenue in order for us to grow and to learn and to better ourselves and to deepen our knowledge in, in different areas. Yeah. So, yeah, because that, because you and I are having a great conversation that someone listening right now probably wants to join in on. And mm-hmm. on Clubhouse, you can. You can raise your hand and you can hop up and join the conversation. Right. So it's just really dynamic. I love that part. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, the, the dynamic, it's not just listening in, which, mm-hmm. you know, I know some podcasts are wonderful and you're listening in on this conversation or to hear this information. But there, that was, that's the dynamic part of it is that you can be part, you can ask a question. Well, I don't understand this. Or I don't like jump up and say, I have a question. Can you explain more of this? Or actually, I've always understood it to be this way. Tell me more about this other way that you're, you're talking about. And I think that was really great as well for homeschoolers. And I know we connected because we kept finding ourselves in similar homeschool topic rooms. Yeah. You were stalking me. I know. I, I was, I was. Yeah. <laughs> but Kelly's here. <laughs> Oh, that's where I'm going. Kelly's, I, that's where I'm going. was moving. I thinking you? Maybe I was the other way around. Yeah. And uh-huh. we, we found ourselves engaged in, you know, a lot of similar ideas and conversations. And um, yeah, our connection grew from there. And then outside of the app, obviously, we started talking and chatting beyond that as well. But I also think it was, you know, especially at that time period, I was really looking again to expand my community. In my connection, oh, yeah. especially because I couldn't, like, we were isolated in in more ways than one as well, right? And so that need of not being alone, but finding connection within community was really, really important. Yeah, and I think it's really important for our children to also be able to not only have, you know, socialization is such like a, a, a homeschool myth that we debunk all the time, but it doesn't matter how you're growing up in this world. This world is digital. And so being able to uh, socialize online and safe environment and knowing how to socialize correctly for all of us, not just our kids um, and create safe communities that we can grow and develop and plug in because a lot of um, homeschoolers feel isolated and there may be homeschooling communities in their local area, but it's not that uh, a an environment that they, that they really feel understood and are operating their homeschools like they are. So this this is a way if, if the local homeschool communities in your area, or you just don't have any, if you're living rurally or there's not a lot of homeschoolers around you, you can plug into some really cool communities. And, and, you know, there's so many social media outlets, but sometimes just the pictures and the captions leave a lot of things on the table that you want to discuss. And so clubhouse allows you to have those actual conversations. Right, right, because it's there's no pictures. It's just the audio. And Clubhouse just, has not sponsored this. <laughs> yeah, this we is not an ad for Clubhouse, that. everybody. Yeah, yeah. Just so you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Kelly. <laughs> but Clubhouse, if you would like to sponsor this, then absolutely. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yes, the caveat, absolutely. Yes, we're, we're not we're not here sponsoring Clubhouse right now. No, we're not. But we but we just really enjoyed the platform for continued education and support for the homeschooling parents and yes. parents in general. Yes, that's right. So speaking of community and the importance of connection, you know, our story of connecting online and through social media. And I mean, now it's been for you and I, we've known each other for th- over three years. Is that right? Three and a half years, I'm thinking. Yeah. I don't know, actually. Over over three years, for sure. Homeschool math problem. Yeah, exactly. We've known each other. Feels like forever, Robin. Feels like forever. Feels like I knew you In a good way. when I was seven. Yes. <laughs> Feels like we were next door neighbors at one point in our lives. Absolutely. So we're next part, door Zoom neighbors. Exactly, we are. But part of it is, you know, building that community and connection. And and Kelly, I always say it was Kelly who reached out with the best idea. <laughs> but we started <laughs> connecting and chatting. And really that was our, you know, seeking knowledge. We were seeking knowledge and support. We were listening to each other's stories, but then we had a big idea that we wanted to go out with no inhibitions. And that was yes. the idea of how to be an awesome homeschooler. How to be an awesome homeschooler. <laughs> I, I, do, I do want to give credit to Kelly though, because you were the one who you were like, hey, why don't we work together? Why don't we partner and like create something? Yeah, let's do something together. I really like you. And <laughs> well, and I think you and I both have a similar heart. Like we are, we have created with how to be an awesome homeschooler, what we wish we'd had when we started homeschooling. Like both of us have different homeschool stories and, and different families, but both of us did not have that community until several years in that yeah. we we felt comfortable and it took me years to find a community where I was like, okay, um, so it's okay that I'm not doing this, this right air quotes, you know, like, uh, so it's okay that I dropped this. It's okay that this isn't going on. And my child is still going to learn and develop and thrive. And I'm actually with other people because when you're doing something, anything in life that's against the majority, you're swimming upstream. And then when you're doing, when you're already homeschooling, you're already swimming upstream. But then when you're like feeling othered by the homeschoolers, (laughs) you need a community because you're following your kids and you're looking for solutions and whatever, you know, mainstream homeschooling looks like you're, you need something different. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with mainstream homeschooling. um, But if it's not working for you, it's time to reconsider. Yes. And it's okay because I do want to point out that it's true. Just kind of reiterate what you said, um, because I think there was a really important point in there as well is, you know, you're already going against the grain choosing Mm -hmm. to homeschool um, because, yeah, you're stepping out of that path that is most people are on by attending school. But then sometimes you're in on that path homeschooling and you are still the other. And it's sometimes a little bit harder when you're the other of the other. (laughs) Right. (laughs) <laughs> you know, you it, feel like the only, <laughs> yes. very isolated thing. And that's never a good feeling. That's right. So if you are a homeschool parent listening to this right now, and you're like, yeah, I, you know, I'm listening because I'm looking for community and connection. And I thought maybe I was wrong because I I left school and I thought I would be part of this different community that's already chosen to opt out in different ways, just like I have, but yet I'm still not in my place. I'm still the other of the other. And it's been hard because, 
you know, I feel like it, it was, I didn't think it was going to be this way, but here I am on the outskirts again. I just want to say you're not alone and mm-hmm. you're not the only person or family that's been there. We have been there as well. And I think many actually, it's not just us three, as in Kelly's family, our family and your family or your family or your family. You know, it, it is, it, it does, um, it happens to many of us, but I, I find now there is so the community is growing and it is really like we talked about earlier it is so diverse that um one i think we have many differences that overlap that we can be accepting of but also finding many commonalities with others um because you know this option is we're realizing hey this is like we can create it as we need for our family and our unique differences within our family and our family needs as well yeah. And just saying that there's like, I just checked. Um, so I fact checked myself. So at the time of this recording, there's 2,500 members in the Honeyham Homeschooling Club on Clubhouse. So that's 2,500 families. So you, who knows how many people um, it is when you think about how many lives are being impacted just by getting together once or more a week and chatting as homeschoolers about relevant topics to homeschooling. And we talk about everything from screens to de-schooling to um, teenagers to only children. Working all kinds of homeschool. Yes. We've so, to play, you know, to, yeah, we've had read to literacy to math to, yeah, so much that we've had. Yeah. So, yeah, it's great. Sorry, it's a great community. <laughs> no, you're fine. I know. And so, so I think we were talking about like the origin story of how to be an awesome homeschooler. And so yeah. that was just Robin and I decided to create this summit because we were enjoying Clubhouse and everything that they had to offer of just like being able to kind of on demand on my schedule. I can jump into a room. I can just really get some good feedback from other people walking alongside me, um, in a different place on the planet. But but beside me in this initiative to homeschool. And I I was just getting so much out of it for me personally and then professionally and loved meeting Robin. And then it's like, what if we actually get super organized and have a summit, a one day event where we, where we invite the speakers to talk about these pressing issues because we'd been in all these rooms and we were hearing the same discussions. And so we started um, the first how to be an awesome homeschooler summit and our themes were confident, calm, and connected. Our vitamin and we had C. some really yeah. great speakers. Yeah, this vitamin C's of homeschool. Yeah. And then our and second. Let's say our on. speakers, Dr. Yeah. Gina oh, Riley, yes. who was fantastic. She was confident. Yes. We had Demetria Giles for calm. And yep. we had Rachel Rainbolt for connect, connection. Yes. And it yes. was amazing. Amazing. It was, it was awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. It was, it was yeah. awesome. We delivered. Yeah, we did. Yeah. <laughs> and and the, the different the differences in perspective, like Dr. Gina Riley is a professor of education in New York, but she raised her child as an unschooler. And just from her background, being an educator of educators at a university, yeah, she, she trains teachers at a university. <laughs> exactly. Being a single mom that raised her child unschooling her work. Many of you might know of her work with Dr. Peter Gray. So a lot of his research and studies were with Dr. Gina Riley. Um, and she's just a great person all around. Oh, she's wonderful. 
Yeah, yes. she's confident and, and joyous. And, and she's very big on home on universities are looking for homeschoolers, which yes. homeschoolers are always very concerned about. But yeah, the, the universities are looking for your child. Your child is um, uh, that kid that's swimming upstream that wants to learn. And so it's just a really, she was great for confidence. She was great for confidence. And Demetria Giles is a single mom. And she was, she's, you know, she had just entered homeschooling within like those I think she was fairly new. She had the first few. Right years. before the pandemic. That's right. She also is an educator. She actually ran a, um, like not a charter. Project-based school. learning. Thank you. Yes. A project-based learning school in Las Vegas. And she came with so much knowledge, but also understanding. And she is just calm. And the great mm. thing is she talked about how she was not calm and her fears and doubts and the urgency that it brought, but how she found calm within all of that um, and being independent, like facing that on her own. And many times it was really, she was just so open and vulnerable. Uh, I think it really touched everyone's heart. And then we had Rachel Rainbolt, who um, I think many of you know, she's been on my podcast. Rachel is fantastic. She is a huge supporter of natural learning. She has three kids of her own. She is, she's been trained as a family therapist. She has a podcast herself as well. And she really is like, she supports families with Sage Family. And um, she talked about connection and the power of that and how we can connect as parents with our kids and, and the joy that we can find in designing our learning life with them. So, yeah, those vitamin C's were fantastic. And then as I'm chatting and chatting, our second year were... Oh, that that was the three the three R's, you know. Yeah, unless Everybody's, you want to add anything else, sorry. <laughs> no, the three R's of homeschooling, and so it's not reading, writing, arithmetic. What you really need is what, Robin? You really need to reclaim, resist, mm-hmm. and build resilience. Reclaim, right. resist, resilience were our three hours. R's. <laughs> R's. Or hours if you're in R's. Canada, apparently. R's. That's R's. another R's. translation difference. <laughs> and so our speakers for our second annual How to Be an Awesome Homeschooler um, for Reclaim, we had Ainsley Arment, the yes. founder yes. of Wild and Free. Um, yes. And then we had for Resist, we had Karima. Um, Karima Akila, yeah. Uh, Akila. And then we also had Karen Ricks. Yes. And then Robin and I also spoke about teens. Yes. Uh, during that summit. And then our final speaker was Leah McBur- McDermott of Your yes, Natural, of your natural yes. Learner. And she just brought the house down. Everyone did in their own way. Did you want to talk a little bit more about what these speakers had to say? Yeah. I mean, I think they were really different in each of what they brought, which is what I love. But yeah, everyone was, and the beauty of it was, is we always have a Q&A period where people yes. can interact. We have a like a group chat that goes on and people can have a conversation continuously, but then also you can come and ask the speakers directly a question. And that was really dynamic. You know, Ainsley talked about reclaiming childhood, which she's so great about, especially in her framework within Wild and Free, the Wild and Free community. Um, and then Karima Akila, who's always just so powerful, talking mm-hmm. about resist and the urge to really kind of put our kids in a box and allow them to be themselves and how she was so much about like she had her, she homeschooled, but her kids were homeschool uniforms and she got them up at a certain time every day, yes. you know, and just. This, also- is how, this is sort of how I started, if that's. Yes. <laughs> And we didn't have uniforms, though, but we did our Pledge of Allegiance. That's pretty intense. Yes, that is. Yes, yes. 
So, you know, it was wonderful to hear her expansive experience and her encouragement to really step into allowing our kids to be themselves. Karen Ricks talked, you know, the power of, you know, food is really so much about what she talks about. And she offered a workshop on that. And she compared, like her comparisons of learning and life to how we can try different foods and tastes and textures and methods of cooking. It like really brought it alive for everybody. And then Leah McDermott, if you know Leah or are familiar with her social media, you know, she's just like, you know, Leah says it as it. she's like, here it is. I'm not going to flower it. I'm not going to, I'm just going to give it to you right now. And she really talked about building resilience. It, yeah, it was fantastic. And how we can, you know, really own who we are and allow our kids to own who we are, who they are. And yeah, and continue. And, and she answered questions on the fears of like reading and writing and, you know, so many ways of sh- we, we can shift perspective in order to support our kids in all of those areas. Right. Yeah, it was it really that whole summit was so powerful. And um, it was awesome. It was awesome. Yes, yes. So, and we're, we're sharing this to talk about building community, how we've done that and how we're continuing to do that. And so now we have our next summit coming up March 24th and it's the powerful P's. Yes. The powerful P's of purpose, persist and play. Yes. And we have an amazing lineup once again. So we have Leah Bowden of Modern Miss Mason talking about purpose we have Julie Bogart of Brave Rider talking about persist. And we have Mr. Chaz talking about play. And I love how they all come from different dynamics, but how it blends so well. And we have, we have those three keynotes and we have Kelly Edwards of 90 Minute School Day offering a workshop on neurodiversity. And I'll be offering a workshop on self-directed teens. So it's going to be another really fun day. It's always live, interactive, March 24th. That's our next one coming up. And that's our way of building community and supporting others. Sorry. No, you can always just stop me from my... (laughs) I thought you were done. I'm sorry to jump in. But I was just so excited to like remind everyone that these summits are free. They are free to attend. Um, Robin and I really want this to be available to everyone. We know that um, in-person conferences are available and they're amazing. Um, If you get an opportunity to go to an in-person conference or a summit, please do so. Um, However, some families just don't want to have one locally or it's financially not achievable for them at this point in time. And so this is a really great fit to get that encouragement you need, to get that equipping, to get that extra information and to get that inspiration that you need to kind of refresh your homeschool, look at it anew and, um, you know, look at the challenges that you're currently dealing with because they shift as we go through homeschooling. It's not like Robin and I have it all figured out. We're still addressing our own challenges, but we, we now have more tools and more skills and more resources. And one of the best resources is other people mm-hmm. to be able to go to when we hit those rough areas and, and community. Yeah, absolutely. When we've we've found things, resources, tools, people that have helped us, we want to share it, not keep right. it all to ourselves, because we can just make the community better and stronger that way. So, and we've been there. So, yes, absolutely. and sometimes we're still there. <laughs> oh yes, <laughs> oh yes, we are. Yes. <laughs> so March twenty fourth, we actually we have our website, how to be an awesome homeschooler. You can go there to sign up and to learn more. It is up and ready. That the, the the countdown is on. It's on the website as well right now. Um, 51 days from the time 51. we're recording here. That's right. You can ask Kelly and I any questions about it. You DM us or email us. Um, 
Yeah. And then our workshops as well that we are offering will be interactive workshops. Neurodiversity, how is that fitting into purpose, persist, and play? So we're going to look at neurodiversity in our homeschooling. And what I found over the years is a lot of families leave the school system because their child is neurodivergent and the school system is just not able to serve. And so you're spending all this extra time trying to educate the educators on your child and, and pushing and getting all these IEPs and 504s and, and you're doing all this work and you could just literally bring your child home and in less than 90 minutes a day, you can give your child a world-class education that doesn't label them and doesn't give them some sort of complex and you can just really fill their strengths. Um, And to fill their strengths and and lean into that with them, you need to know what they are. And then you also need to know what your strengths are. So we're going to kind of break that down in this workshop. We're going to look at neurodiversity through the lens of purpose, persist, and play, and how those three ideas give us our priorities, strategy, and vision. And it's going to be an interactive workshop. So please get in touch with me if you have some specific things about neurodiversity that you want addressed in this workshop. I'm going to be kind of surveying everyone and really hearing from what families need on this topic. I love it. And just to be clear, this workshop is not about how you can fit your neurodiverse kids into a box that looks like, you know, that people want it to look all wrapped up. Yeah, your beautiful neurodiverse child is supposed to be neurodiverse. And we do not want that beautiful, uh, brilliant child to feel like they have to change something in themselves. We want them to embrace their neurodiversity and to understand its challenges and its gifts and to be able to lean into those gifts and those strengths. And through that, that is how they overcome the challenges. And so it's just really a powerful lens. It's a paradigm shift for the parent and if the child has been in the school system and has suffered some of the things that come come along with getting labeled, um, it's for that child to kind of shift their perspective as well. Awesome. So we are gathering information and questions to better tailor the workshops for you, for parents and your kids. So yes, contact Kelly. Where should they send their questions to? Okay. To get a hold of you. Get a hold of me at 90minuteschoolday.com. I have a contact form there. I'm on Instagram at 90minuteschoolday. And um, I'm sure these links will be in the show notes also, Robin, correct? And then on Clubhouse, I'm at 90minuteschoolday. Uh, they didn't have enough characters, but you can I find know. me there. Yeah. It's honey, I'm homeschooling. Not honey, <laughs> you I'm and I are wordy. We never enough, yeah, we never have enough characters, but it's all good. Okay, it's perfect. Awesome. So we know how so, to tell Yes, thank you. And And so, Robin, let's talk about your workshop. Yeah, my workshop is on self-directed teens and really, you know, self-directed and and I find that it is a different is a different experience from when they were younger. When mm-hmm. they are homeschooling and unschooling, uh when when they're in preteen and younger ages and stages, it it shifts going into the teen years. Um their brain is developing further along their needs uh, and wants, supporting them look different. The way they experience the world becomes very different and what they uh, learn and want to experience shifts as well. But having two teens myself and the beautiful experiences, um, the learning experiences all through all of this, I think it's something that is worth sharing because not as many people have been talking about it as well, what it's like in the teen years and supported self-directed teens. So the purpose of this workshop is not just to hear from me, but to actually have an interactive panel where you can ask questions and converse, but also sharing the experiences from self-directed teens or young adults themselves 
who are in the trenches, who experience it themselves. And from their perspective, along with another parent perspective, you know, how we, how they can be best supported, how parents can be best supported, um, and how we can all work together to, to really, um, again, really lean into the strengths, recognize the individual, maybe see the other creative outlets and experiences and differences that we can find, gather and offer, and what it can look like uh, for our, our teens going forward as well, and how we can help best launch them into the adult world when they haven't had that normal, uh, you know, run-of-the-mill experience like most teens have had, uh, how we can best help them to to go into that adult world feeling confident and prepared, no matter what their experience of learning has looked like. So that's really, and, and through purpose, persist and play, how it can be joyful and fun, but it really is important to hone in on what's important for each one of our teens. So that's the workshop and you'll have a chance to ask questions, but as well, I'd love to hear some, if there's some focus questions that you'd really like to hear from the young people um, and, or that you would like me to ask, definitely connect with me as well on that. Yeah. And I think that's, what's so exciting about these workshops is we want them to be really based on what our audience wants to know and hear about these particular topics, because they aren't talked about as much in the homeschooling um, circles, neurodiversity and homeschooling and teens. And everyone's always talking about follow the child but sometimes we need to follow our teens yes, because <laughs> they're, right. they're still our children, obviously, but following our teens and allowing our teens to lead because they are in this kind of like intermediary process where they're no longer a child and they're in this adult body, but they still don't have quite the full brain development yet. And they're kind of reintegrating everything that they've learned throughout their lives. And they're really coming up with their own worldview, with their own opinions. And so allowing our teens to kind of lead and us to sit back there and really kind of facilitate more conversations and, Mm -hmm. and get to know these amazing people that we have in our homes and allow them to um, hold ideas that maybe make us a little uncomfortable. Yeah. How do we do that gracefully? It does make us uncomfortable. How can we sit in that? (laughs) Yeah, I have a teen. Yeah, that's a big, how can we, okay, you said to trust and let go, but really like how it's really uncomfortable. It's really scary really Mm -hmm. scary. So how, you know, how do we, is there a time that we can get comfortable with that? Or how can we work together with our teens in order to, you know, feel a little bit more of a balance or um, less overwhelm as well? Right. Right. And I think the cool thing about whatever stage of homeschooling that you're in, or if you're just thinking about jumping into homeschooling is homeschooling really refines you as the home educating parent. And it is a journey of self-discovery because you've got to um, partner with your children and you have to partner with your family members or your own support system, your spouse, um, your partner, and get really clear on what truly matters. And, and so it's this great work of growth and development and learning for everyone, which is truly exciting and, and healthy boundaries because you might not have healthy boundaries, but you will get there. Yes, you will get there. So how to be an awesome homeschooler. It's a continuation of connection and community and support. March 24th is our live day to join us, join the community. You can go to howtobeanawesomehomeschooler.com. And is there anything else we should share? I know we're getting to our time because Kelly and I love to chat, but I know. Yes, we still got <laughs> to keep time our time. Again. Yeah. <laughs> Darn it. Um, 
Darn it. Yes. So there, everything is free. It's free to attend live. And then if you miss it or it doesn't work out with your time zone, you can buy the all access pass, right. which is just for a small fee. And there's an early bird sale right now until February 24th, you can get the price half off. So go ahead and take advantage of that. If you think you might want to purchase these recordings and listen to again, take notes. Um, we will be taking notes for you and that will be included in the all access pass with, along with a couple other things you can check out on the website. Um, but I just wanted to mention that. So people are aware that we're running a sale and then on uh, February 24th until the summit. And then afterwards you can continue to buy that all access pass and it's still affordable. Um, and it just helps us cover the costs of production and my time and your time and our speaker's time. And so we really appreciate that support. Absolutely. Thank you, Kelly. Thank you, Robin. <laughs> it's always great to connect and chat. And we encourage parents as well, connect with us and to reach out and expand community as well. And this is a, just another way we've created in order to do this. So yeah, share the podcast, sh share the website with other homeschoolers, you know, so that they can be aware of this amazing resource. Yeah, that's right. this awesome resource. Awesome resource. How we can be all how to be an awesome homeschooler. Yes. <laughs> all right. We'll talk well, thank to you for having me, Robin. I always love talking to you. Oh, always. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for tuning in today. If you enjoyed this episode, please share, leave a review or comment. I'd love to hear your thoughts, ideas, and reflections on the episode. You can go to the website, imhomeschooling.com, or email me directly, robin at imhomeschooling.com. Mm -hmm.